The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. A very special guest, a guy that I've been hunting for a while and um, before you bring him on camera guys there are two very distinct sides I would say he may refute this but to Ryan Leaf uh, one of the biggest names in football played in the NFL with the Chargers Buccaneers Cowboys and Seahawks there's that football on the field side product of Great Falls Montana and there's now the new life if you go to his Twitter dad keynote speaker ESPN college football analyst, Sirius XM college football and NFL radio analyst, Westwood One Sports, Bust, the podcast, which we'll get into, and hashtag Sober Life. Uh, we welcome from Manhattan, Ryan Leaf to the RP Show, and there he is. I recognize those studios. How you doing, Ryan? Uh, I'm doing well, RP. Thanks for having me. Really appreciate it. I'm glad Zig, uh, Zig Vercasi, our good friend, put us together here. I'm for sure. I would think I'm more glad, man, because as you know, I've been looking forward to getting you on the program for quite a while. But it, we, I said to Clark, producer Clark, can we get a longer segment for Ryan? Because I want to cover a few things. And when I say that, no more than 15 minutes, Ryan. But for somebody that doesn't know your story, you know, in five minutes or less, what are you telling people? What is the Ryan Leaf story? The, you know, the life, how it was and how it is now. Well, I, I mean, I would probably say it's not it's not unique in, in, in any way, shape or form. There may be some unique qualifiers to it. Uh, when you when you say NFL, you know, you say, you know, millions of dollars, you say prison, um, all of those things. That's those are unique qualifiers. But if anytime I'm sitting in the rooms and I hear somebody tell their story, I hear my story. Right. It, it's, it's the same. My story is no better, worse, different. Um, I think with those unique qualifiers, in some senses, it allows for a different kind of platform. You know, it allows me to have maybe a little bit of a broader reach. When you walk into a, uh, you know, you walk into a, a middle school or a high school and you rattle off some of those things, NFL, millions of dollars, you know, prison, they, they tend to maybe listen up a little bit more. And so that's, that's, that's been the priority of mine ever since I walked out of that prison cell about, uh, you know, just over eight years ago, it, it's it's about um, uh, it's about giving back. It's about service, and that's where I try to lead my foundation to be. And and since I've done that, I've got to explore and got to achieve some really neat things over the last eight years. You read out a bunch of them. The most important one is dad. You know, I'm a father to a five-year-old boy right now who's just you know the the apple of my eye. It's so fun to be a dad in the innocence of a young boy like that. Um, and then. You know, to be in a studio like this, you know, uh, you know, Points Bet Sportsbook, it's offered me a really great opportunity to use my broadcasting skills and to talk about the sport that I love that gave me everything, and that's football, whether it be college or, or the NFL, and and so many other opportunities that I've that I've gotten because of my recovery, because of the foundation of being of service that has allowed for that. I, um, I, I get to go on the road here next two weeks in the state of Alabama. The University of Alabama is putting on a 
uh, a clinic of sorts throughout the state in many different cities around the mental illness and substance use uh, disorder uh, that's ravaging that state. And so I get to be in six different cities during this run, uh, and it's going to be all about you know, giving back to these communities and me becoming part of those communities. And that's, like I said, that's the that's the story in all this. I was selfish. I was arrogant. I was never accountable my whole life until I got sober, until I figured figured what a lot of people figure out uh, on their own. I had it force fed to me until I uh, succumbed and accepted and surrendered. And once I did, you know, like the greatest things in my life have come come true then. So uh, it, I, th- I don't know how it works. Just know it works. And it's given me one of the best uh, lives that I can imagine. And I used to think that, you know, playing ball on Saturdays and Sundays was was, you know, me being of service. And that's that's clearly not the not the case. Dude. And I used to think me broadcasting games and reporting on games was was my role, and it's not. And congratulations on your recovery, by the way. I'm coming up on eight years, and uh, as they say, the greater the storm, the brighter the rainbow. So when I was going through active addiction, I was watching you as a football fan, and I felt bad for you. I felt bad. And then followed your story, turning it around. And shoot, I'm in South Florida now, Ryan. Every time I turn on a radio or TV, you're there, and I sit there and go, this guy's good at everything he does. Like, well, that's, 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 a, <laughs> you, that's an unbelievable compliment, man. Um, uh, well, but yeah, but I just, what do you enjoy, enjoy the most? Sitting in the booth talking ball like, like, like you are or being at the field doing color? It's very evident you can do it all and you can obviously coach too. Um, there's, there's, there's nothing like being in a stadium, a college stadium or an NFL stadium on game day, right? Just being down on that field and then being in the box uh to just talk ball tv is a different animal tv is a it's a show right you the producers are entertaining the people who are watching with the game and with you when you call a radio game uh the 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 work i get to do with westwood one i mean it's all ball right kurt warner uh has been a great mentor of mine He, he does the monday night game for westwood one has done for some time now and he has had opportunities to go do tv but he just won't do it because He's just like the, the the radio game is so much more fun because you're you're talking all ball. It's not about you know having a a quick shot of the the family in the stu- in the stands or anything like that. So I like that part, but I love I love being in a studio. You know I I, I work on Good Morning Football on, on Thursday mornings too. So I mean it's I'll put it this way. I think for the longest time I was uh, I wasn't willing to do the work, whatever that looked like, whether it was during my time as a professional quarterback or doing the work in my recovery. And now, like, I'm like a shark, right? I, I have to keep moving all the time. If I'm not moving all the time, you know, my, my thoughts get in the way. And so when we make it about doing the work and doing the best possible work we can, um, I jump all over it and I'm willing to do it. So that's that's the difference in, you know, of 46-year-old Ryan versus probably 26-year-old Ryan for sure. Yeah, and you're four years younger than me, and I, uh, I know the feeling. You're like you feel like you got to catch up on everything that you that you blew <laughs> that we missed. You know what I mean? We want to be everywhere and do everything, and it's literally one day at a time. The bracelet that I wear. Um, but I, before I do ask you a couple football questions, um, I see you host the podcast called Bust, and I would suggest there are have been bigger busts than Ryan Leaf, but at some point you've owned it. I would assume that's that why you've called the podcast that Bust. You know, I have horrible things said about me still. People don't want to forget. You have horrible things said about you. That's, 
that's a tough thing to do, man. How do you deal with it? I think that's probably pretty projectionist, you know, from people. I, you know, none of my former teammates or my peers. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. In the NFL Brotherhood would ever use that word to uh, characterize a, a, a former player. Because they understand how difficult it is to get there. Uh, and the expectations that come with somebody who's drafted second overall. Uh, so I, I think that's a, a, a big part of the projectionist aspect of things, those who are saying that and talking about it. But I also think that, um, you know, if it's something that's going to be used, why not own it? It also takes a lot of the power away. And because I think I named it that, uh, I, I think we got a lot more downloads on the damn podcast, to be honest with you. So uh, maybe unbeknownst to them, they are actually kind of funding uh, the new golf simulator I want in the in the guest wing of the house, which is which is great. <laughs> Good for you. Uh, same. That's the whole thing. Um, yeah, it's I'm just reading the, the comments from the viewers here. If you don't mind switching to football, and I'm only going to keep you if it's okay for about another six minutes, Ryan. Um, I'm looking at this. They're, the mock drafts are out now, right? For all the teams that didn't make the playoffs, they're looking ahead to next year. And I get it. Stetson Bennett is not even ranked as a first-round projected quarterback to go in this. There's a lot of other great quarterbacks, but he's not one of them. If you were drafting, would you take Stetson Bennett, and, and where would you take him? Yeah, I would. I'd take him. Uh, I think he's a winner. He's a leader. Uh, he's every bit as capable of making the throws. I, I probably wouldn't use uh, a one, two, or three round uh, draft pick on because he's he's 25 years old, and so you can get a younger quarterback at 21 and have some more years. But if you want to take a, a bit of a flyer, maybe in the fourth round on a guy that I think will pan out, you've seen some of those throws he made over, uh, especially the game winner against Ohio State. That that was a NFL quarterbacks throw and I'm, I know the size is going to bother people but when he goes and measures at the combine don't don't be surprised if the measurements aren't very similar to Bryce Young's as well as a guy that's playing pretty well this year in Brock Purdy. Oh, absolutely and the thing for Stetson I mean again because of the things you've been through you can put yourself in the mindset of that he's not apologizing for anything back-to-back national champions right life happens the way that it happens Stetson doesn't have anything to apologize for is it only because of his age though that he's not rated higher do you think oh no I think his size you know uh and there were times he disappeared in games right I mean there were I called the Auburn Georgia game and I think the end of the first half stats for him were like two for nine for four yards okay so uh, he had a big second half he took off on a 75-yard touchdown run um but there were times he disappeared right that that's that's one of the things when you go back and look at the film uh at a quarterback especially one you want to take in the in the top 10 there can't be times where the guy where, where you disappear where you're not you're not a factor right or you're not not accurate you're not uh you're not contributing in the football game. I don't care how talented the rest of your football team is. The quarterback, no matter what, at any level, is the leader, is the guy, is the is the one that stirs the drink. That's just that's the way it is. So when when he disappears like that in games like that, that's got to that's got to give you pause. And that's why I think he'll he'll fall down the the draft board. Um, 
you know, but his talent, his talent is as good as anybody who's throwing the football out there. He may not be as mobile in the pocket as let's say Bryce Young is, who has the same type of height. But again, I tell you, I think a very good comp is to to Brock Purdy. And we're seeing how well he's doing in San Francisco. A lot of that goes to what Kyle Shanahan brings to the table, but a ton of the work ethic of Brock Purdy, which is exactly the kind of work ethic that Stetson Bennett has. Two quick questions. Four words. Derek Carr, Las Vegas. Uh, the marriage is over. <laughs> it is. It's, it is. Um, I, 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 absolutely stupid on the Raiders' part, I think is the best way to, the way to, to organize that. I don't, I don't understand what they're doing. I don't know if Josh McDaniels went into that conversation with ownership and said, we can't win a championship with this guy. But I, it, Dave, Derek Carr is not the reason that they're losing in, in Las Vegas. That defense is what uh, what the prior um, coach and general manager did in terms of the drafting of the players, some of the guys that they got. That's the problem. So, um, you know, maybe they're thinking they could get something in a trade. If I'm Derek Carr, I'm just like, hey, uh, unless I can get exactly where I want to go with what I want, I'm not going to do any of this. I have a no trade clause. You're not going to pay me my guarantees. you got to cut me by February 15th. That's the case. I'm going to go wherever I want to at that point. So that's what I'd be doing if I was him. Um, who, if I'm the New York Jets, I'm looking really closely at this one. And now if it becomes a bidding war, then, of course, the, the Raiders can probably get some trade value or some compensation. But if there isn't, if there's just really one team out there, I I, I would say if you're a Jets uh, organization uh, with Zach Wilson, this is the veteran you bring in, and and you make him the starter, and Zach Wilson has to figure it out. And if not... You know, bye. That's the, that's the way I would go about it with Derek Carr. I think he's an absolute gem for any team that gets him. We got about three minutes here, and I'm going to try and massage this question because we have a lot of CFL fans, obviously. We're a Canadian sports show, and I don't know how much you follow the CFL, but we have this stud quarterback, Nathan Rourke. He was named top Canadian in the league, played at the Ohio Bobcats. He's on an 11-team NFL tour right now working out for teams. If you were a Canadian young guy, what is he, 24, what team would you sign with? I want to say like he's worked out for the Jags, the Colts, the Giants, the Raiders, among them, Vikings. What's the best opportunity for a guy like him, free agent? Probably, the, I, I would say the Dolphins and what they do and how they spread the field out. Maybe the maybe the Chiefs because the the field is, is so spread out there at the CFL level. Uh, also, they play with the extra player. You, you have to have that understanding when you get to the NFL. You, you know, the, it's hard to spread the field around because the hash marks are, are, you know, so darn close. That's a big, big part of it, not like in college. Uh, so th those are a couple teams I would think of. I know the CFL pretty well, right? Uh, Dave Dickinson, who's uh, just an absolute yes. stud up there. Who's he, is he still coaching for the Cal Calgary Stampeders? Yeah, and he just, just turned 50 yesterday. Yes, he is. Yep. Yeah, he grew, up, he, grew up a, he grew up a block from me. We used to play football together my whole life growing up. He was my hero. Played quarterback ahead of me at my high school. Um, love that guy. Craig Dickinson, his brother, who's been a staple up there too. Just, you know, so proud of those guys watching them. So I, I have a pretty good feel. I spent some time in Vancouver. Uh, watching the BC Lions go at it too. So yeah, the, the CFL, I, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of it. All right. Well, I appreciate that. The fans and viewers will love that. And uh, thanks for the time, Ryan. I just want you to know there are people rooting for you, cheering for you that you don't even know are out there. So keep doing what you're doing, man. And congrats again. And uh, keep keep up the great work. You bet. I, I, and and uh, I know they are. I can feel it. 
awesome. Ryan Leaf, check it in uh, from New York. Give him a follow on his social media, Twitter, Instagram, at Ryan D. Leaf. Hey, everybody. Thanks for watching the RP Show on YouTube. And don't forget, we're live daily on YouTube from noon to 2 Eastern. If you like what you see, hit subscribe. And if you like the program, check around for other segments of The Rod Peterson Show here on YouTube. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.